Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Hey everybody, welcome again. It's another edition of Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike the Cap is with me getting set for uh, more talk about this glorious, wonderful, awesome gospel. I've got my uh, cup of coffee here. Cap, I'm sure you've got yours with you too as well as we sit here. I'm just going to get you an IV for Christmas, hey. then you won't have to drink it anymore. Yeah, but You know, people talk about that, but to me, it's having the hot coffee in a cup and just sipping on it. You know, it's not so much the caffeine. I just love the, the sensation of sipping that coffee. That's what I like about coffee, and, and I know you do, too. You just <laughs> won't admit it. You know, I, I have to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've never even had coffee before. What? And, and you call yourself a Christian. I, I, I thank <laughs> Enough God of this heresy. His life living through me has given me the strength and the ability. Anyway. You need, you need to turn to grace, my friend. <laughs> For you living under the coffee works, it's just the same old grind over and over it's, again. Yeah, the same old grind. Our, our, um, you're compromising <laughs> the gospel. Coffee is part of this glorious gospel, and you're compromising things like Paul did. Now we're <laughs> that was, how about that for a segue? Well, that was a beaut. <laughs> but yeah, we got some cool things to talk about. I think uh, is something that maybe some people wouldn't think about. Now we love the Apostle Paul. We love the uh, the the wonderful, glorious truths that he shared in his writings, and we don't ever want to say anything bad. About the Apostle Paul, most of the New Testament was written by him, and so, of course, we're not calling him a bad guy, but we, now people are wondering, where is he going with this? I'm wondering where you're going with this. <laughs> well, we'll just have to see. We'll just have to get the people. We'll just have to listen and find out where we're going with this, because uh, he is <laughs> well, a good guy, but maybe yeah, well, he might have compromised The, the Apostle things. Paul, of course, he, he's the grace champion, right? And, and I think what we're going to talk about here on our podcast today, here on Growing in Grace, this story about Paul and the experience that he went through in the book of Acts, uh, I think what happened here is this experience probably uh, largely contributed to Paul and the writings that we now see in the New Testament uh, with his epistles starting with Romans all the way through. Interesting, you know, that we, we can all try to, to do the right thing sometimes, Joel, and, you know, in, in our attempt to do the right thing, sometimes it it just doesn't work out. And, and I think Paul tried to uh, find a compromise with the Jewish believers, and in the middle of all that, it, it landed him in jail. But let's see if we can summarize a lot of this, because there, there's a lot of scripture that could be covered, but people can read this for themselves, so we're not going to probably read a lot of verses here throughout the, the different chapters. But, you know, when you think of the book of Acts, you know, you think of a lot of things that happen in the beginning of the book and, you know, the different miracles and, and manifestations of God's Spirit moving through people, healings and, and various things like that. There's a story, like you said, Joel, we, I don't think we hear much about it. Uh, I'm not really sure why, because uh, I, I think based on all the things that you and I have talked about over the last six to seven years on Growing in Grace, you would think that this is a, a subject, even in, in grace circles, that we would hear more about. Of course, we're, we're familiar with Paul's conversion and that, where Jesus appeared to him on the road to Damascus and, and Paul was converted. Prior to that, Paul was zealous for the law. 
and would even kill believers in Jesus Christ thinking he was doing the right thing. But but what we're going to talk about a little bit today, Joel, is an insight into some of the first of uh, what I might call church politics. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Where Paul and, and the Jewish believers and Jewish leaders who, who claimed Christ as Savior, uh, they had some disagreements on some things. And, and a big part of that disagreement was, first of all, Gentiles, could they be saved, number one? Some people wondered that. Uh, that eventually got settled, that they could be saved. And then the, the next question to come along was, should the Gentiles, the non-Jews, should they keep the law and, and adhere to the, uh, the commandments of, of that law, the uh, traditions, you know, the things that were passed down through Moses? Should the Gentiles abide by that? And then to add to that, uh, these Jewish leaders who were Christians also believed, without a doubt, they believed that the Jewish Christian believers should continue to adhere to the traditions of the law. Yeah, that was a big thing in the church early on, and believe it or not, politics didn't just start uh, in our day and age in the church. It's been going on for years and years and years, even from the very beginning. And, you know, the wonderful thing, I think, about this is that we can really understand that these early people in the church, they were human just like we are today. They had disagreements just like we do today, and the church goes on, you know, because, you know, God does his thing kind of in spite of us sometimes but yeah the, there was a big thing about about this cap you had written something a while back and you uh, sent it to me so i'm just going to read part of this and we're going to talk a little bit about this too part of the disagreement talking uh, about some verses from acts uh, but when they had arrived in jerusalem some of the sect of the pharisees who believed rose up saying it is necessary to circumcise them that's the gentiles and to command them to keep the law of moses and there was a lot of disagreement about that and then that's when you know peter came along and said why do you test god by putting a yoke and that of course is the law putting a yoke on the neck of, of the disciples, which neither our fathers nor we were able to bear. But we believe that through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the same manner as they. So in other words, whether you're a Jew or a Gentile, the Jews who had the law or the Gentiles who didn't have the law, both groups saved not by the law, but saved by grace through faith. And so that's the gospel. And yet there was a, a dispute in the early church, wasn't there, Cap, like, you, like you've been saying? Yeah, uh, the Jews finally came on board with Paul and, and his people and said, okay, look, uh, we know the Jews can be saved. We, know, we, we will agree that they no longer should have to keep the law as Gentiles, but they should abstain from things polluted by idols uh, and abstain from sexual immorality, things strangled from blood, etc., as if this was their decision to make. <laughs> That's what kind of makes me chuckle about it. We'll decide what's, <laughs> yeah, what's really. going to be right and what's not. <laughs> and so this satisfied both sides, at least at that time. But as things went on, the Jews had heard that Paul was uh, you know, among the Gentiles, and there were Jews among the Gentiles too. And Paul was telling not only the Gentiles, but the Jews that they are no longer bound to keep the law, which was the complete opposite of what the Jewish Christian leadership at that time it was just the complete opposite of what they believed. I think it's it's interesting that they, they kind of get back together again, Paul and, and the, the Jewish Christian leaders. They get back together to discuss this some more because it's getting kind of heated. 
that Paul is actually telling Jewish people that they don't have to keep the law. They, they settled the Gentile question a while back, but now in Acts 18 we see Paul's getting ready to go to Jerusalem. And, and in fact, uh, Joel, the, the prophet Agabus, God worked through the, the prophet Agabus to warn Paul that if he were to go into the city of Jerusalem, he would come into danger. And so there was this warning. And so now Paul, who is free to make a choice, decides he's going to ignore the warning from the Holy Spirit and said, I, I'm not only ready to be imprisoned, but to die at Jerusalem, because he was basically warned by the prophet Agabus that he would end up in bonds, that he would be chained up, implying prison. And he says, I'm ready to die, not only prison, but ready to die. So Paul decides to go into Jerusalem, and, and you can find some of this now as we move into Acts 21. He, he's telling the, the elders at the Christian, the Christian Jews, he says, look, there's some great things happening with the Jews. Uh, or with the Gentiles, I'm sorry. And, but yet they're telling him, we're, we're, we're hearing this stuff, uh, Paul, that you're, you're also teaching the Jews to forsake Moses and that they don't have to be circumcised and, not work, and they don't have to walk according to the customs, and we don't agree with that. You're telling them to forsake the law of Moses? This just isn't acceptable. And so that's where we start getting into this conflict. But the Jews, Joel, they came up with a plan where they could uh, perhaps get so many of the other Jews who were against Paul now. There was, there was this sort of this thing going around in, in the crowd of, of Jews and, and uh, Jewish Christians even, where they thought Paul was being blasphemous by, by suggesting these things about the law. And so they came up with a compromise uh, that they must have been thinking about while Paul was on his way. And uh, we can talk about the ceremony that they, they talked Paul in, into doing. Yeah, and uh, before we do that, you know, I tried using an Agabus one time, but uh, I couldn't figure out how to add things. <laughs> it was just hard, so I back to English math. We're, we're going to get you your own show, you know that? <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, that's all. But yeah, this whole compromise thing, you know, they, they devise this plan. And the thing is, you know, after Paul had taught and was so big on telling all these people, no. The Gentiles don't need to keep the law, and even the Jews, you guys, you don't need to keep the law either. What does Paul go and do when they devise this plan? We just got a couple minutes left here, Cap, and I'll let you uh, kind of end up with what Paul did in this in this whole plan when Paul kind of caved in. It's interesting. Again, Paul was human, just like us. You know, we're not down on Paul, but it's just interesting how, like you said earlier, some of the times this stuff ever gets taught, and uh, people in the church today will even compromise the gospel, thinking that it's actually the gospel that they're following, when really it's not. Yeah, the Jewish elders devised this plan, and so they said, hey, look, Paul, they pulled him aside and said that, look, we got four guys who are going to be going through a, a ceremony of purification, I believe they called it. And they advised him to join in the ceremony with them. The way the Jews put it, they said, this way, all may know that those things of which they were informed concerning you are nothing, but that you yourself also walk orderly and that you, Paul, also keep the law. They went on to say the Gentiles were not required to keep the law of Moses. We'll agree with you on that, but the Jews, that was a different story. So Paul caved in, in the, my words there, mm -hmm. and uh, his decision would eventually lead him to prison and cost him his life. And, uh, of course, in prison he wrote much of the New Testament. Uh, but he went through this old covenant purification. Joel, it was a sacrifice. And, and they entered into the temple, offered the sacrifice that was about to be made for each of them, and so he went through this thing in the effort to compromise and bring peace into the family, I guess. But eventually, when he got up to speak in front of the others, uh, and he mentioned Gentiles, 
uh, the crowd got unruly. It almost reminds me of when the religious leaders were getting stirred up uh, when Jesus was with uh, Pontius Pilate. But that's what landed Paul in jail, uh, going through this purification ceremony of uh, a lawful sacrifice. And so th that's interesting. You know, it's just, again, like, you know, I, I can't say enough that Paul was a human just like the rest of us. I do believe that the Holy Spirit inspired him to say the things that he said to different people and to write the things that he wrote. But here's this compromise telling the people that don't put the Gentiles under the yoke of the law. You Jews, you, you've been freed from that. And I got it, you know, perhaps, and I don't know Paul's heart, I can't, I don't know what happened there, but sometimes, you know, you know, he would say, to the Jews, I became as a Jew, to the Gentiles, I became as a Gentile, to this group, I became as this group, so that I could win many. Maybe some of that thinking was in what he did, but I, I don't know. It just seems like he went a little bit far, because really, it's not as if you really have to go along with what people are doing in order to win them, but you can, you can at least sympathize with them. But anyway... I think it's just neat uh, to kind of read through some of these things that we don't necessarily uh, hear a whole lot about in the church today. Well, we've got more great stuff to talk about here on Growing in Grace. Of course, we're uh, entering into the Christmas season, and uh, we'll be talking about some things about Jesus' birth, the Old Testament and New Testament. Did it go into effect when Jesus was born, or was it some other time? We'll talk about that in the coming weeks right here on Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.